0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3320 for Friday the 23rd of April 2021. Today's show is entitled, YouTube Channels for Learning Spanish, Part 2, and is part of the series, Languages. It is hosted by Ahuka, and is about 15 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, my review of some YouTube channels offering free Spanish language lessons.
1: This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org.
0: This is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode. And I'm going to continue my language learning uh, with the second episode on YouTube channels for learning Spanish. Uh, uh, I already put up one that uh, covered some of them, but, you know, there's a lot of YouTube channels and I spend a lot of time on YouTube. So, here's some more. (laughs) Uh, So, the first one I want to talk about today is how to Spanish. Now, how to Spanish has a Mexican focus, and that matters because Spanish is different in different countries, just as English is different. I seem to recall something that uh, Churchill said, that Britain and the United States were, as he put it, two countries divided by a common language. And it is much the same with Spanish. Spanish, as spoken in Spain, has some vocabulary differences and some significant differences in pronunciation. And within Latin America, Mexican Spanish and Argentinian Spanish are different as well. From what I've learned so far, people will understand you, no matter which variant you speak. And I've not yet encountered anything as <clears throat> interesting as the phrase to knock someone up. I'm told that in England, this only means to visit and knock on their door, while in the U.S. it is slang for getting someone pregnant. Now, How to Spanish started off as an audio podcast, um, but not a free one. You would have to join their Patreon to get access there, which would also include PDF downloads of the transcripts. But when they added the YouTube channel, that is free and open to anyone. Uh, The episodes are all in Spanish, so this would be good for practicing listening, but probably not for complete beginners. You would probably need to get to somewhere around the A2 level in the uh, CEFR. Remember, we talked about that last time. Common European Framework for Reference for Languages. Uh, so you probably need to get to the A2 level before this would be very helpful to you. Not quite there yet, but I, I find as I'm listening to more of these, it's gradually getting me there. Now, next one I want to talk about is one of the big one's SpanishPod101.com. Now, that's a site I was kind of doubtful about when I first started, in large part because of the relentless sales pitches. I have warmed to the site since and even upgraded my membership. Now, the YouTube channel is completely free, though if you subscribe, they will send you endless notifications of sales pitches. But just because they put them there does not mean you have to listen to any of them. Now, the channel has a number of different series. One of the most interesting is hosted by two young men from Mexico, Efrain and Diego. And, of course, they focus on Mexican, Spanish, and culture. They do at least one video a week, normally of around a half hour. And it incorporates some test questions if you happen to make it to the live broadcast. Um, I mean, you you can participate in the test if you're on the live broadcast. They have a, a live chat feed going on. Uh, then there's a sporadic series by Victor Trejo, also from Mexico, that is a little more systematic about the grammar, uh, aimed at beginners. There's also a series featuring Rosa, who is Spanish. And her series mostly focuses on vocabulary, teaching you words and phrases in Spanish. And they have done something interesting with hers. They have um, been sort of building this mammoth video where they started with, you know, 15 minutes of, of content. And the next week, they added another 15 minutes and sent it out as a 30-minute And then a week after that, add another 15, send it out as 45. You know, they're up to over four hours now, which you could sit and listen to if you wanted to. Um, Interesting approach. I will sometimes just listen to the first or first couple of parts, and then it's like, okay, I got to move on. I have a life to lead. Um, Another host there, uh, Brenda Romaniello, who. We previously mentioned for her Hola Spanish series also appears on on this channel. And uh, these are just the currently active video series, as I have encountered them in the last five months or so. There's an archive of earlier series, such as the weekly Mexican Spanish Words with Alex, the Introduction to Spanish series. They have a Spanish in three minutes series, which is very much a beginner's look. And with short videos, you can make a quick beginning. (coughs) Now, there's more to SpanishPod101.com than just the YouTube channel. But we'll leave that for another time. Suffice it to say, there's a great wealth of material here. And just the free YouTube videos alone are a great resource. And so, yeah, you do have to put up with the sales pitch. But um, I think there's good stuff here. Uh, The next channel, Dreaming Spanish, uh, is a channel that has within it multiple series at different levels, from super beginner to beginner to intermediate to advanced. The videos are all in Spanish, but if you view ones appropriate for your level, they're a great way to practice your listening comprehension. Now, they base their approach on something called the Automatic Language Growth Theory from Dr. J. Marvin Brown, and I put a link to that in the show notes, which says that the best way to become fluent is not to study grammar, but to listen and absorb the language. Um, and a second uh, influence they cite is Stephen Krashen, who has something called Comprehensible Input Theory. Um, And a brief description of that, Comprehensible input is language input that can be understood by listeners, despite them not understanding all the words and structures in it. It is described as one level above that of the learners, if it can only just be understood. According to Krashen's theory of language acquisition, giving learners this kind of input helps them acquire language naturally rather than learn it consciously. So what both of these are basically doing is they're, they're asking a question and say, how do children learn language? Um, and mostly they don't learn it by studying grammar in school. I mean, there may come a point where they do, but mostly they acquire it by just absorption. They're, they're hearing it spoken around them all the time, and it just kind of sinks in. Um, Now, the beginner series, for instance, is hosted by a man who illustrates everything he says in Spanish, again, remember, by drawing little stick figures. It does help you to follow what he's saying. Uh, Then I watched one of the advanced series videos that showed a woman making chiles rellenos in her kitchen. She was talking very fast, so I could not really follow her, but I could recognize some words and phrases. Now, there's a lot of material here, over 500 videos total. The majority beginner level, but also a good number of intermediate and advanced. And they are releasing new videos every week. Uh, Why not Spanish? Uh, This channel, Why Not Spanish, has a format you see frequently in YouTube and podcasts where there is a native Spanish speaker and a student learning Spanish. Often there are a couple, which is the case here. Now, the YouTube videos are mostly a way of publicizing the courses they sell, but that's true of many of the YouTube channels. Most of the videos are fairly short, and of late it looks like a number of them revolve around the move of Cody, the student, and Maria, the teacher, to Columbia. Now, this is not one of my top channels, but I do enjoy it. Um, Sometimes it's just a little over my head, but... uh, There was uh, a story, I I watched an episode last night, which had them, uh, had Maria making a soup and then Cody going to get identity documents from the government. Uh, So I understood some of it anyway. Uh, Next, Spanish After Hours. Uh, Now this is a recent arrival on YouTube, but the host Laura has done about thirty videos in five months, and that's not bad, so you're you're talking about an average of a little more than one a week. so got to give her props for that. Now, I learned about her channel when she was a guest on the Dreaming Spanish Channel, and decided to subscribe now her channel is at the intermediate level, which is a little above where I am now I'm still a beginner but it is a little easier because her videos all have English captioning. It's just enough to be a challenge without being frustrating. Now, the next one, Spanishland School. Uh, This is a channel I have found uh, particularly helpful for working on my listening comprehension. The host, Andrea Alger, is from Colombia. She's full of energy. What helps is that there are subtitles in Spanish, And also, she sometimes gives the English translation for what she's saying. Uh, The videos are short and mostly no more than 10 minutes and come out about once a week on average. And with the archive going back three years, there's a lot of content here. Now, she also um, released a short mini-series on active listening, uh, which is free, and uh, I signed up for that, and I've I've taken the first two parts of that. I think there's five videos total. Um, so, th- this is some good stuff worth looking at. Now, the last one I want to talk about today is something called Spanish with Paul. Now, this is again, one of those things where the YouTube channel is marketing for courses that are available for sale. Um, so, the YouTube is not what I would call systematic. Uh, there's not really much discussion of grammar. You don't really learn all the verb conjugations. But what it does do is get you up and speaking pretty quickly. He shows you how to quickly build vocabulary, such as by looking for Spanish words that are similar to English words. For example, words that end in ECT in English are frequently the same, except they end in E-C-T-O in Spanish. So, for example, correct in English is correcto in Spanish, perfect in English is perfecto in Spanish, and so on. Then he has got a mini-course um, that has videos which are longer, at, at over 30 minutes, and shows you how to say common phrases. Now, if I was planning a trip to a Spanish-speaking country that would happen in three months, I would definitely put more effort into these videos for the quick payoff. However, for someone who wants to actually achieve mastery of the language, I would expect to spend some years using other tools. Now, that said, it could be that all the systematic stuff happens in the courses, and I'm not paying for them. So, I don't really know. Um... But this is just my impression of, of the free videos. Um, now, Paul is British and lives in Mexico um, and has set up uh, uh, an operation selling, making and selling courses. Um, now, I don't see any evidence that he has added any videos in the last year or so. Though he is actively promoting his courses, and and I know because I get email from him. Um, I don't know anything about the courses. If you like his approach, you may want to try them. I'm not opposed to paying for courses. As I mentioned uh, in a previous episode, I bought a course from Coffee Break Spanish. I use several paid apps and websites as well. But that's for places I want to visit daily. And while I enjoy some of what Paul does, it is more an occasional thing for me, not a daily driver. And with that, I think I have pretty much concluded uh, my look for now at uh, the various YouTube channels I use for studying Spanish. Um, as, I, as I said in the previous episode, there's lots of YouTube stuff available for all kinds of languages and It's a great resource that you should take a look at. But uh, for now, this is Ahuka signing off, and as always, encouraging you to support free software and support uh, free language learning. Uh, So, bye-bye for now.
1: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org.